sometimes it's nice to wake up and smell the rosaleas. So I'm taking it you did community day on Sunday, or are we just going with the oddly enough place pun? No, no, I did community day on Sunday. Uh, I just wanted to add on to the Cramorant genius I had last week, um, and so I came in hot. I made sure I did it. But welcome to the 1334 decks, guys. I hope you're enjoying this as much as I am, because it doesn't seem like Albert's enjoying this at all. No, HR is already looking for a co-host for me. We have some feelers out right now, so we're in the interviewing stages soon. I hope all of those interviews go out the go out the door and get like picked up somewhere else, just like everything off of the Pokemon Center website. So I'm going to start with this real quick. Today at, at work, 1 o'clock our time in Texas, so 1 o'clock Central Time, I'm on lunch break. I go on Pokemon Center because I get a I get a notification that they dropped some new merchandise. So I've been staying on this like bounty hunt type thing for 25th anniversary merchandise. But you're pretty on it. And I went right at one o'clock. The shirts were posted. I clicked it. I went and added it to the cart. But then when I went to go to the cart, it said everything was out of stock. And this is a five minute span. So about like 105. Maybe 106, everything was gone in every size. And then you you brought up the fact that it could be a placeholder, which I I yeah. really I really hope that's the case because I'm like, there's just no physical way that every size of every shirt is gone. There's a large in the Umbreon one. And I don't care about Umbreon. I'm sorry. It's kind of overrated. I just, I'm not a fan. Sweet shiny though. But, but like, I'm just like, there's just no way. All the posters look great. They're still there. All the lanyards are great. They're still there. But those shirts, there's just no way all those shirts sold out in about five or 10 minutes. I know. Cause usually like at least the oversized stuff, like the XXXL or like the extra, extra small usually stick around for a while, but. Yeah, those sold out unusually and usually fast, but they look like they're part of a set. And I mean, at the time of us recording, they haven't like posted a picture like on any of their social media saying, hey, look, here's our new merch or here's some new stuff out there. So I got the feeling it's a slow rollout. I wonder if they're cautious now because over the past couple of weeks, there's been a lot of like overload, which causes the site to crash, which means nobody gets to buy anything from any part of the website. So. Maybe it's just like a slow thing, because the t-shirts, I mean, of course, are always going to be the quick sellers. Lanyards are kind of niche, if you like them or not. They're cool. Like, I really do like these shirts. I didn't even know they were based off of, like, music groups, like how you had pointed out. Yeah, like, you could tell the there's, like, the Black Sabbath Ozzy Osbourne style for, like, the um, Arcanine one is the one I was looking at. There's, like, Led Zeppelin. Uh, one of them's, like, Megadeth or something for Tyranitar. The Gengar one is like uh, old school punk, so like The Clash or Rancid or something. And then uh, there's like Metallica for uh, Gyarados and stuff, but it's like the font, the style, uh, kind of the words in it and stuff. I, I want the Gyarados, the Tyranitar, and the Pikachu shirt so bad. Like incredibly bad. Like I said I wasn't going to get anything unless it was the tw- official 25th year anniversary stuff. But I saw that and I was like, I'm instantly getting it. I'm getting it. But then, of course, it says, you know, all all out of stock. It says out of stock. It doesn't say sold out. It says out of stock. And um, you you put this nice feel for me 
saying that it, it could be a, a placeholder. So I'm, I'm hoping out for that because I really want to buy one of these shirts. And I, there's just, again, there's no way every size of every shirt is sold out in 10 minutes. There's just no physical way. I know there's an obese problem in Texas at least, but still, a couple of those shirts are still sitting there. Uh, I really like the Arcanine shirt. I'd probably go with that one. The Pikachu one looks pretty sweet, yeah. too. I do like the Embryon one. Maybe even the Mimikyu one, too. They're pretty cool designs. I, I would probably go for the line, one of the, at least one of the lanyards. Those little badge lanyards are actually kind of nice to have, like whenever you're at conventions and you can like swipe in or scan in. They're like so convenient. Yeah, I'm actually thinking about getting one of those just for that reason, because uh, mine mine gets bent up by my students. My students like to play with my badge. You know how like the the kids are like, I want to wear your badge, and I'm like, Yeah, sure. Go let us in from recess. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Have fun. Go let us in. Go unlock the the big heavy door. Yeah. So how was how was your weekend? Pretty good. Still looking for the shiny grass monkey, that funky monkey that I cannot find. It was too good to be true when I got Sobble and Score Bunny so quick, but did that. I did the Cramorant event. Actually got a shiny Cramorant, I think on my like second, third den, somewhere around there. That's nice. So yeah, got that, and I think we beat the challenge total. I, I know we crossed the halfway mark, so we're getting like the Flame Orb and stuff like that, but... I know you had mentioned it. I think that we might have beaten that million mark, so we'll be getting the bottle caps and everything soon, hopefully. Yeah, I just I gotta look. Um, I'm on Twitter right now looking up the stuff. Uh, I hadn't seen that it's officially beaten yet, but the numbers are high, so it looks like they're about to. Um, I'm looking also to kind of backtrack a little bit. I'm looking at Pokemon Center, and I don't yeah I don't see a single thing about the new merchandise. And I'm thoroughly upset. Eh, it's early. <sighs> it's early. I would say just wait. It's weird too because it's usually like a Wednesday thing when they release stuff, but it's a Monday right now when they released everything, so it's interesting. Maybe they're testing the waters for the 25th anniversary because that's not too far off now. Every day we get a little bit closer. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, man, I want this Pikachu shirt. I'm looking at. <laughs> I'm looking at it. It's rare that I want like. Pikachu merchandise because I kind of I want it to be different from others, but I I really like this Pikachu shirt. I'm willing to get it. Speaking of, did you see the Levi stuff? I know they've like officially like announced and like revealed everything to it. Not a fan. Uh, definitely not my style. Yeah, not my style. It's not like the denim with the giant Pikachu on it. Like I guess there's a market for that, or like the denim jacket. It's just not for me, and I'm not a big fan of like like that green shirt. And I know there's like a white one where it's got like Levi's and a Pikachu on top. Like, eh, it's just too simple. Like for me, it's not something that's going to be a buy. See, I liked the Mario Levi stuff that they did last year. The Mario Levi stuff, or like they did a year or two. I would see it at Macy's. It looked really good. Like it was like Mario hanging off the Levi's logo or Luigi jumping off the Levi's. Like it was real simple, real easy, but it looked good. It didn't look gaudy. But like this stuff is like, man, welcome back to 1997. Here, take these. The green shirt is just, yeah, it's just like a jungle background with like Pokemon like splattered all over it. It's just, uh, like it's it's for somebody. It's just not for me. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people are happy with the easy cosplay now because they have a whole like Misty outfit you can buy too. I saw that. So. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm a, I'm a higher, not higher. I'm just gonna tell all the people I work with I found their Halloween costume. 
It's all made by what is one company, all in one nice package. Yeah, for like you. I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll be Ash, and they could all be Misty. That would be the the gag. And then I can get like somebody to be somebody else. be Brock. I think I have a guy at work who could be Brock. Yeah, I think I got a guy. Huh. Or you actually have a nice like small community of teachers you work with where you actually could do that. <laughs> Either they're all dressed up as like different trainers or like some people dress up as a trainer, the other one dressed up as a Pokemon. Well, I'm not the only teacher there that, that enjoys Pokemon, so that's nice. I remember uh when the school year started they came into the room and you have those interactive uh dry erase boards that have the projectors mounted to the ceilings and stuff. And um I my wallpaper was Xerneas. And everyone's like, is this Pokemon? Are you one of those Pokemon people? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, geez. So now I always get Pokemon references. And then there's a bunch of other teachers that are like, oh, I, I play Go to get my steps in and have fun and stuff. I was like, yeah, you know. And they, they asked me if I play Go. And I, I still have to say no, but I have been playing consistently, Albert. I've been playing consistently, but I have to keep kayfabe. I have to, sa- I have to save face and say, no, I'm not playing. I have better things to do. As a matter of fact, I actually need to go double check to see what's around right now. If your coworkers listen to this show, that you just outed yourself, but that's beside the point. They don't. But, I mean, uh, I, need been... to, I need to start promoting it to them. I mean, there is like a lot of ghost stuff going on right now. I mean, last episode there was like all the events I talked about, and I know with like the Lunar New Year and Valentine's, we finally got like clarification on them. What's the so Valentine's? We know what they got now. Well, I, I'm I'm intrigued about the Valentine's because the Valentine's is a lot is literally right around the corner and the lunar new year is at the end of the month or is it this lunar new year's is by the time this episode goes live the lunar new year event will have already started but it's pretty much starting on tuesday february 9th at 10 a.m local time oh so for us like by tomorrow it's gonna be kicking off yeah it's lunar new year then valentine's oh okay i could do val i could talk about valentine's first um so that's gonna be starting surprisingly on valentine's day i know nobody really saw that one coming but yeah on sunday (laughs) yeah so this coming sunday february 14th uh, 1 p.m the valentine's notes were just released today so um muna is going to be the new pokemon introduced i thought it was going to be like spritzy or swirlix because of gen 6 but um okay i guess we we still can finish off gen 5 that's cool um those are going to be coming in um no new shinies but feebas is going to be boosted so it'd be a little bit easier to well not easier but Feebas will have higher, you know, chances of being shiny at least. So, you know, there's that. A couple changes to, of course, the egg hatches, spawns. You'll see things like Nidoran, Nidorino. Sorry, Nidoran, male and female a little bit more. Minum, Plessel, Volby, Ilamize. A lot of Pokemon that are, like, partnered together. <laughs> like the male and the female. There's a lot of those popping up in the wild. And that makes sense. Latios and Latias, of course. Yeah, yeah for sense. Valentine's. There's going to be some, like, some special themed research where uh, if you finish it, you're going to get a Spinda with the heart patterns all over it, which I think it was available in a previous Valentine's event, but it's always hard to get because it's always, it's missions always like do five excellent curve throws in a row or like things of that nature. And those are like really hard <laughs> to do. So this one's going to be an easy give. There'll be a bundle of like raid passes for only a Pokecoin and that's mostly it. Oh, um, you'll be able to become lucky friends probably a little bit faster than normal, increased trade range. The 40 kilometers, all that fun stuff. But yeah. Oh, and Avatar items themed after Muna for guessing there's probably going to be a cost for those. But yeah, those are going to be added in the shop. So yeah, it's a big focus on the couple Pokemon and for going pink with uh, Muna and Musharna once we get to that week. Still kind of helping for the fairies, but 
at least we're still getting something new. I was uh, playing this week, and I ran into this situation. So, of course, right now, they're doing the Johto stuff, and then, um, of course, the Rosalia stuff. But there's also a lot of starters popping up again. Slowly, I mean, we're getting close to the Kanto event. And... I don't know where I am. I still see Fennekins like everywhere and chest pins. And see, that's what I was getting at. I see literally all these starters, Trico, and I see the Hoenn. I see the the Sinnoh. I see the uh, Kanto, and I see the uh, Kalos starters. I just want a Froakie. I even said, follow your clues. Be by bodies of water. It just, it, I've never, I've not, I have the lucky egg. I have incense. I have the, the, the boosted incense. I have it all. And I still can't find a Froki. And I'm disappointed and I'm miserable and I'm sad. I just want my boy. Really? I find them fairly often. Oh, well, I mean, well, well day, congratulations. I mean, I you have to rub it in my amount. face. I just want a Froki. Look, I've, I'm, I think I'm literally just playing to catch this Froki at this point. That's all you're gonna do? Just pump all your rare candies, get you your Greninja, and call it a day? No, 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 no. I, I actually, uh, I have some, some pretty good Mons as of late. I know my buddy, my buddy Pokemon has always been the, a haunch crow, and then I figured out about doing the star ratings and high, you know, stats and everything, and so I finally have like the perfect. And now you care. I had the perfect <laughs> haunch crow now, because I, I got one. Like I was getting them last week and. I got the AB poem. I got that. Because the Rosalia event was like my favorite event so far. Simply for the fact of all the Sinnoh stones. Not realizing I had yeah, so many that Yeah, in that case, that helps you out. Oh, yeah, I had so many Pokemon that needed the Sinnoh stone. Like, so many. I ended up evolving six different Pokemon from, from the Sinnoh stones. I was like, okay, we're good now. You're loaded up. Well, I mean, if you don't like that, how do you feel about Mega Gyarados? I like Mega Gyarados. It's one of my favorite, like, aggressive pieces of shrimp I've ever seen. And guess what's coming this week for the Lunar New Year? Cresselia. Yeah, sure. Let's roll with that one. Yes, Chris- Mega Cresselia is coming. Yeah. But no. <laughs> I just wanted. I just wanted. To, no, I wanted um, to do the opposite of the complete obvious. I think no, actually. I'm trying to remember when Cresselia was released. I think it was like a psychic event. I don't think it was a Lunar New Year thing. But yeah, so I mean, by the time this episode goes live, Lunar New Year is sure to be going on. Um, Mega Gyarados is going to be the big mystery Pokemon that was like teased and everything. And they didn't want to say what it was. They're kind of bending the rules here when they said, oh, we're going with like a red theme for Pokemon. Because it's going to be like a lot of like Magmars and Magikarps and, you know, Metatites, Tepigs. You know, stuff like that you're going to be seeing in the wild. But they're going with shiny Gyarados to be like the whole like ringer here. But okay, that's cool, cool too. So that'll be popping up in raids. Along with the Latios and Latias, which I would love to find those shinies. <laughs> would really love to find those shinies. And at least for our friends in other parts of the world, there's special research where you can get a Tauros. Oh, I, I, I literally was just on Twitter looking at Serebii and that was the picture I saw. Was you going into the Taurus? Yeah. I'm like, wow, it's like you're you're seeing what I'm doing without even seeing what I'm doing. It's like we plan ahead before we do the show or something like that. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. You don't say. But, yeah, like the Taurus, um, at least for our friends in the other countries, it's good for them that they'll be able to get Taurus since it's, it's regional here to us in the United States. So other than finding the shiny, it's kind of, I guess if you have one, it's, eh. If it's your favorite, you'll be, like, more inclined to want to get it. But, yeah, um, lucky friends, easy to get, gifts, 
we'll be giving you a lot more items. Pretty chill event. We've had some pretty intense, you know, collection challenges and stuff like that. So we have at least two chill events going on right now to like relax with before, you know, can't Canto Day comes and it'll be a crazy, crazy weekend trying to finish all those missions. I'm no longer impatient because Go has actually kept me a bay, kept me kind of, you know, good. Um, I was talking before the show with you, and there's something that uh, Pokemon has done this year that I love, and I, like, legitimately love it. We haven't had this ever, I think, in the last five years, but this is the first time as a community... And yes, there are people who will dive and, and dig and everything like that and do stuff for what they think is coming next. And and most of them probably are right. But the whole th- premise of keeping everything closed, sealed. Like, it's just, n- you. nothing has been out. Everything's been just, here's some stuff here. Here's some stuff here. It'll hold you over for a second. Slow you down. But like it, they did such a great job of keeping you anticipating what's gonna come. So, and it could be a game. It could it could be clothing. It could be mu- the music. It, it just anything. Whatever they decide to release, you are now fully invested. It's almost now you're not gonna get let down unless you put those expectations on your shoulders. But you're going to get a surprise, oh, yeah. like a massive surprise, and it legitimately feels like a surprise. This has to be the best thing they've done since I want to say X and Y, when no one people knew they were going to the 3DS, but no one no one knew what was coming, and then the X and Y trailer dropped. This has to be the best thing since then, because again, no one knows. And it's just like a mystery, and so it's like the art of surprise is there, and oh yeah, I, I love it. I think it's been a a brilliant, uh, not marketing, but like a brilliant scheme, like how they're doing it. Yeah, I love this whole like keeping things under wraps, being like way more you know tight on I guess the security, letting things leak out. Because like if there's one thing you one way you want me to get you to block you like immediately on Twitter, post a spoiler or a leak, and I will block you so. So fast on Twitter, but I would agree with you. Like, so far, there's no big, like, drops. Nothing's been spoiled. No, like, oh, we found this on Player's Guide in a factory and took a bunch of, like, pictures and are now posting them on Reddit, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, we've been pretty good about nothing super major being, like, posted out or leaked or anything like that. But with every pro as a con, this the resurgence of popularity is just, is is it's up there again. It's having another yeah. pulse of popularity, and so it, it, it stinks because it's the people who are probably just popping back in and trying to get their fill right now, and it's like it goes back to the Pokemon Center stuff, and, you know, we are, we've gone to lengths about the other things, but it's just like merchandise and things. It's harder to find Pokemon stuff now, like just simple Pokemon stuff, like anything my walmart's still barren <laughs> like uh no see even even yeah oh you said walmart's still bare yep there's nothing oh, i'm saying i am saying like i've i've even went into because i'll walk into target because i have one by the house i'll walk in and you have to cut through the kids section and in the kids section that real big when in the walkway they always put the character shirts your fortnights your you know 
Minecraft, Minecraft stuff like that. And stuff. there's always at least three or four uh, Pokemon shirts. All of those are gone. Like, it, it almost looks like if Pokemon pulled all of their merchandise from selling in stores. Like, that's the way it looks. But you know that's not what they did. It's yeah. just, like, you go down the Nintendo aisle, you don't even see the Pikachu, like, a generic Pikachu plush. Like, I think I saw an interactive Pikachu plush, like, in the toy section, like, three weeks ago. And that's it. It's been dry. It's hard. It's rough. Slow. And I've seen some streamers talk about, and, like, some other, like, Pokemon podcasters I listen to, to get Pokemon cards now, like, you have to go to, like, Target, like, when the trucks come in. And there's usually other people there, so they make everybody line up, and then they have that card section blocked off, and you walk in, like, well, you can pick, like, two, three things from here, and that's it. And the stories of people, like, oh, I don't know what I'm buying, I'm just buying it because I know it's going to make money if I sell it online, which, wow, that's a terrible, terrible attitude to have right there. It's like, uh, you guys are just taking away. Well, this is... (laughs) I I know it's going to die down eventually, but just, like, being in it right now just kind of sucks. Well, this is what I wanted to get to with this whole conversation because I know the Pokemon Center stuff sold out and stuff, and like you said, people are just getting stuff just to try to sell it for stuff. I have two of those GameStop exclusive uh, Mewtwo statues with the lights, the interactive lights and stuff. Oh, yeah, you can probably sell one of those for like double. <laughs> I've been asked about buying one of them for three times the amount, so 150 bucks basically because they were $50 right there. It was like, yeah, I'll get it 150 bucks. I was like... The thing is, I think I would be okay with selling it. I'm also at this point now where because how things are going and how people are treating things, I don't want to sell it. I don't want to. I, I, my like out of principle or out of principle and my Pokemon stuff or my Pokemon stuff. Like I'm okay with parting with things. I'm okay with trading and stuff like that's kind of the rules of the jungle. Like, and that's that's the rule yeah. of the community. Like you meet friends, like you know, I trade stuff to you or just give you stuff. When people approach me, it's like, oh man, you got all those. Pl- I'm up to 80, 89 plushes, and not the biggest I've ever heard of so far. Though uh, like, <laughs> I've heard of somebody with a bigger collection. <laughs> and I've had people ask me, hey, let me buy one or two of them. I'll give you. And I'm like, no. Mm. There's just there's something about it where I'm just like. It's almost like trying to give your kid a good home. It's like you're wanting to give something like a, a kid to a good home. That's just how I feel. And I don't feel like a lot of these people that are asking me for it. It's actually for a good home. Like, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I'm having a hard time parting with it. I mean, just fine. I mean, it's yours to do with. I mean, if it was me and another random person came up to you and I was like, hey, we want to buy that second statue. You'd be more inclined to. I think you'd be more inclined to want to sell it to me yeah, because you know I like Pokemon yeah. and I would enjoy it versus the other guy, which will probably buy it So, and then may try putting it on eBay for like four times the price to try to sell and it. And I think that's exactly what I'm facing because I know very hand, like a, a handful of people within this general area that genuinely loves Pokemon. Like yeah. I, I know people who know me as the Pokemon guy. That's just kind of how they treat me. I think you're. I think you hit the hammer on the head. Like, if you were to say, "Hey, Steven, let me buy that 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 Mewtwo statue off of you," I'd be like, "Oh yeah, sure, okay, cool, we have a deal." I think I'd be comfortable. I I don't know who the sharks are, who who are the who are the like who the sharks are in the water trying to just make more money, because like it's not about money for me. Like, I love this franchise. I love the things I get. I love the things I collect. 
Uh, and it's not hard for me to part with by any means. But I again, I want it to go to a good home. I want it to go to a place that is equally loved, if not loved more than it is in my home. You know, it's it's your favorite Pokemon too. Yeah. So like, if it, it was the other way around, and like I had the Mewtwo statue, you like I'd want to like sell it to you if you asked, and if you had a Lucario statue, like you know, yeah, you would like sell I, it. I hold on, sell it to yeah. me. Like we're in the community, like we have a better appreciation for some of these things versus like the scalper that knows. Okay, buy the trainer box, sell it online for like double the triple the price. You know, for somebody like, eh, it's probably just gonna open it. Look, oh, it's all, the, these cards are all trash. I'm just going to throw them away because I didn't find, you know, the, like, full art, you know, rainbow G-Max Charizard card. Like, oh, this box is useless for somebody that, you know, loves the series, will open the cards, and still find joy in the cards, even if they might not be, like, the rarest of the rare. They'll still love them. They'll still enjoy them, find things to do with them. That's what I'm saying. It's like, e- even those fans that are just popping back in because it's the anniversary and they grew up and they love it, so they want to celebrate it. I I I have an appreciation for them because it's okay to do that. It's okay to be like I love this growing up. It's their anniversary. I want to celebrate this anniversary and have fun. I'm okay with that, but my problem is with how quick you dropped it before, you'll drop it again. So if I sell you something, oh, yeah. this is going to go in a box or thrown out. You know, it's just I I, I just I can't I can't do it. I just I can't do it. More the limits. And it makes you worry because, like, the McDonald's is already starting, you know, the whole, like, Pokemon, like, 25th anniversary card set. So, like, if you have kids, you're going to want to take them to go get the Happy Meal and they'll see the Pokemon cards and hope this is, like, the, one of your ways to, like, introduce them to the series and stuff, you know, help them enjoy it. Like, I'd like to, like, buy some of the stuff for, like, my nieces, my two nieces. That way they can, like, see, like, the Pikachu Happy Meal boxes and maybe get excited because you know they're all cute and adorable and maybe they'll st- show an interest in it it's still a little bit early with their ages but i mean still but it would kind of like really really be terrible if like somebody goes to mcdonald's just says oh yeah i'm not a cl- i'm not into this but you know let me just buy all the cards you've got or, like all the happy meal like toys you've got collect all this stuff and well you just ruined it for the rest of the town because like nobody can get these now because you bought them and you'll open them and sell them online not really caring so it's like you're blocking off people from enjoying what they love. Yeah. Although, to be completely honest, when they did the Hoopa Clash of Legends or whatever, uh, and they had the toys at McDonald's, I went through and I bought all of them. At least one of each of them. Not all of them, but one of each of them. I, I, I ran in there. Oh, no. So. Like, I've heard of people going and spending $1,000 buying all the toys they have in stock already. And that means, well, until they get another shipment of toys they're going with repeats for past stuff for their happy meals you can't get it and there's people that have done it already i know and then they have the ones at burger king the nintendo ones at burger king yeah those are kind of cool too i I seem to go by burger king and check those out yeah it's kind of interesting they're doing it now like you're you're clashing with pokemon you couldn't have picked another month like all all other 11 months are free man pick one of those don't clash with pokemon either or there's the marketing team is undefeated Nintendo and yeah. Pokemon's marketing teams are undefeated. They could go head to head and no matter what happens, they're both breaking the bank. Like oh, I yeah. was watching a video of uh from this girl named Mew Mew Me or Mew More whatever. She's incredibly uh awesome. Like she she's a very very good collector, but she doesn't collect the typical Pokemon stuff that you think. She collects all the Pokemon like food items 
and all the exclusive things. So she has like the wrappers from from Burger King or the cups from 7-Eleven and Burger King from the first movie. She has like the Kellogg cereals. The That's so pretty cool too. <laughs> that is all neat. I'm I watch I enjoy watching her collection stuff more than I watch people with like Pokemon cards or the games or anything like or the plushes because it's so obscure. She also has Yeah, it's so different. It's unique. She has one of the Pokemon Pikachu Volkswagen bugs she bought off of someone. One of the ten exclusive ones, she got like the seventh off of somebody. It has the ears on the car yeah, and everything. Yeah, and she, it's in great condition and everything. And so I see her with that. And then um, she got one of the weird red. And this is one. This is the thing that I love the most. She somehow last year before the before the world uh, ended up going on lockdown due to bad poker rust, she got one of the original. Pikachu and animatronics from Nintendo New York, but from the original Pokemon Center that opened up in 2003. I was like, I love this collection. I just love what she gets and stuff. And so I'm just like, man, this is great stuff. And so, like, I I don't even know where I was. I don't even know where I was getting at here. But like, it's cool and unique because like, if I go to YouTube right now and type in like Pokemon card collecting. There's going to be like a billion videos of a billion different YouTubers doing yeah. that. And it's kind of like, same old, same old. I've seen this. I've seen this. Oh, they react big when they get the Charizard, whatever. But like to see somebody do something different, like, hey, like, here's, the, like you said, the food items. Here's like, oh, like I live in Japan and I'm actually going to tour the cafes and the Pokemon centers. Or I like collecting like the stationary sets. I mean, there's like a lot of stuff we don't even see here in the United States, you know, for whatever reason, because they do different waves of releases or some stuff just never comes our way. Like does this whole Valentine's set that we only have like maybe two items from here in the United States where in Japan they've got like, it's an expensive set. You can actually buy like a box of chocolates of like unique Pokemon shaped chocolates and stuff. Ugh. And I think there's another box with like cookies and stuff. It just looks so cool, but we never see them here, but you know, there are things that are like really cool and awesome to check out. Which reminds me now what I was trying to get to at that. I was just, I was like, what was I trying to get to at that last thing with this girl's videos? She did a video talking about the marketing and the, and the commercials and everything. She did a whole in-depth thing about the, the advertisements and all that. Like companies in 1999 and 2000 and 2001. So that midst of Pokemania companies that's been around for years 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 that have an established funding would on average drop maybe five million a year on certain advertisements in three months or something or i think it was three months or like it was a whole year or something but 20 million dollars for the pokemon's license on everything Oh yeah, they make that back like super easy they, with like the merchandise oh and the goodness. games and stuff. But like the, that's a drop in the bucket for them. But see, and that but they they would never go that high. They never went that high for anything. Yeah. And then they did it for Pokemon and it's like, okay, and that was the smartest thing they ever did. Because yeah, that was the craze. And then right now, I think we're hitting that, that wave again. We're getting on that wave where it's going up before it comes back down. Yeah. But it, it's like when Pokemon Go came out. It, you felt the momentum going up, and it'll hit a peak at some point in time. Then it'll drop back down. But right now, we're in that momentum of going up, and I think the advertisements are going well. <sighs> Hate to say this, but business is great for them because of these influencers. And you yeah. hate it as a fan. And it's the thing to do now. I hate it, but I also have to love it because it's just – 
it saves the company at any given time too. Like these are the reasons why we will never have to worry about them going away. Like, oh yeah, the, they are never the, closing this franchise because it's just it, it. I mean, think about it. What was it? Two thousand and five. Everyone was ready for Pokemon to die off because Pokemania went and gone, and kids grew up, and they didn't think it would hold momentum. So it just. And then, you know, it didn't really hold momentum. I mean, you kept a fan base, but it wasn't what it was. And then, you know, 2013 hits. Boom, it's back. And then it fades out about 2015. 2016 hits. Boom, comes right back. Pokemon Go hits later that year. Boom, double that. And then it it, it kind of floats back down. And it's kind of been like teetering a fine line of dropping down to being relevant to dropping down to being relevant. And right now we're back on the way up, but on the positive side of being up and not coming from the ground up. It's going to keep building. And like, like we've said, the anniversary is just going to push it over the tipping point. I think the main thing's going to be like, okay, after the, the 25th anniversary, as they go into March, are we still going to be riding that wave? Or is that the point where we start dropping again? I mean, I guess it depends too, with what they're going to announce and stuff. Cause I know, like, Snap in itself is, like, one of those games where, like, you remember playing it when you were a kid and liking it, and then a lot of people are like, well, I liked it when I was younger. Yeah, I'll buy the new game and give it a try and see if it captured the same as, you know, it was back then. So something like that, you know, cause like, another, like, spike up. And I guess, depending on what else they drop, same thing. We'll see if there's any of those spikes or if any more, like, card sets are going to bring that same inf- influencer rush to buy card packs and open them and all that fun stuff, but... It's always interesting like to watch and see the trends cuz like I said it's a a wave after wave of roller coaster ride of where we're going with this. Yeah, cuz um remember we hit essentially rock bottom throwing air quotes no one could see it other than you. But I'm um, throwing air quotes cuz everyone said we hit rock bottom and we were hitting the 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 lowest of low in Pokémon's history when Sword and Shield had Dexit and they didn't know what they were doing. And then the game came out and it had a poorly rendered tree like that ever mattered before when we came from literally 8-bit games. I just... I Didn't they release the sales numbers and Sword and Shield is, I think, officially the... No. It just beats, I think, Gold and Silver, or it's about to beat Gold and Silver as being the best-selling Pokemon game. Yeah. It, it crushed the opening week numbers and the initial drop yeah. numbers. And you know what I find funny? I want you to pay attention to those numbers real quick. Because this is also after controversy. Like, these are always after controversies, and I laugh. When people are all up in arms, and and uh, everyone's done. I've had enough of it. Everyone's online with their, with their super strong fingers, tweeting and, and Facebooking, and all sorts of complaints online about how... Pokemon's trash, I'm done with it, and blah, 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 blah. And every time a new game comes out, remakes included, why does that break the mark? So think about it. The best-selling game, Heart Gold, Soul Silver. X and Y beat it. Well, then Auras then beat X and Y. Okay, well, then Sun and Moon then beat Auras. Then Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon beat Sun and Moon. Let's Go didn't do it. Let's Go was a good sale. Let's Go is actually probably one of the best-selling games just in totality, though. Like, the longevity of that game, because that game is... I'm not a fan of that game, but the way that game is is structured, 
you can play that game. It's perfect for beginners as an entry point. You can sell it at any given point on the Switch. And it doesn't need to be seasonal or anything like that. You can let that sit there forever. And that price range can fluctuate. But you could always sell that game. Like, it's not going to feel dated. You know what I'm saying? Not for a while. But it... It, it's perfect. Uh, but then, like, okay, Let's Go was what Let's Go was. But then Sword and Shield is now the highest-selling game, best-selling game of all time after the arguably the biggest controversy within the franchise and the community. And it's funny. These people are just like, it's, it gets worse. It gets worse. It gets worse. If it gets worse, why are the dollar signs getting... Why are you still playing Why it? are you still playing it? And <laughs> yeah. why are the dollar signs just so massive? And they just keep growing. And they're like, well, the price of the games. Well, at least for four generations, they were all the same price margin. This is the first time it hasn't been 40 bucks. And then even then, you remove the, 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 the number of purchases. Just remove the dollar signs. Just look at the physical copies and digital downloads. Man, it still trounces everything. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's just, it, it baffles me. And it's just like, oh. I will always be the advocate of, there's always that people. It's the, it's the saying, misery loves company. So there's people yeah. that, you know, they don't like something. So they have to make it a big deal. Like, well, if I don't like it, everybody shouldn't like it either. It's like, no, it's okay to like, not like something. You know, the people to like it too. I mean, you're, you're entitled to your opinion, but when you're trying to like, be very, very abusive with your opinion, think, trying to shove it down people's throats. This is when we have a problem, buddy. And I and a lot of you keyboard warriors. I mean, you're good at the keyboard, but I mean, if in real life, I don't think you talk like that. that. Trust me, a lot of you guys in real life would be backing down in a heart. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, I think um, the fu- like just it's the funniest thing. It's the funniest thing to me how 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 the whole thing was working and stuff. But it's like mm. I I've been pretty critical with the way Pokemon has done things, but it's not to trash them. It's not to trash the product or anything like that. Mine has been more on the sense of um, just how you're how how mine is like a a booking a building like a a promotional style. It's it's like a storytelling thing for me. It's how can you get things across to fans to make them enjoy it. And this goes back to the United League. Or not leak, but the United uh, reveal. Demo. Or not demo yeah. yeah, remember, that was my biggest thing. Like, my biggest problem with Pokemon is sometimes just cut. You have to know the pulse. You have to know the pulse. And sometimes it's just how you shift it, how you put it out there. That's the important thing. And and that's been my only problem I've had with them with a couple years is I think they, they're like, okay, we have this. Let's put it out. And sometimes the timing is off. Timing is key, and sometimes the timing is off. And I, I just revert back to the, the Snap and the United thing. Like I said, if you switch those two announcements, I think the hype goes immensely different, and I don't think one of your properties gets completely shelved. Not necessarily shelved, but almost forgotten. Like, we know United's there, but it's not as important as it probably should be because they made it a lot bigger than what the more what the what the fan actually wants to enjoy, and that's that's been my problem with them, is just trying to know the pulse and know what's gonna work, what's not, know the timing, know when to drop it, when not to drop it, and and ride the wave. That's been their biggest problem sure. in the last two or three years. I do think there's other things to go with it too. Like there's pressures from the companies that 
you know, it's a different company that's really doing Unite. Yeah. So it's probably, they probably have to, I'm like, hey, we need you to, like, this is a big project. We need you to do this then. Like, well, you know, we might not be ready, but, you know, the company's like, well, we're putting a lot of money in this. We know we need you to do this, like, soon. So, I mean, even Go, I'm pretty sure there's certain features that they threw in there that maybe Niantic didn't want to do, but they're just pressured by different, like, the Pokemon company or by like, the trends and stuff. It's like, well, we got to get it out there to make people happy. So, yeah. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's the business world is a very complex, you know, monster. There's different, you know, criteria you got to meet. There's different, you know, angles you got to hit to make sure your numbers are there. It's, it's just a crazy I, world to really. But that would be, be that would be so my biggest takeaway though. That would be my biggest takeaway is just yeah. how they how they line it up and where the timing is on everything. I I always look at um, I always look at Mario. Mario's timing, and announcement for things are impeccable. It's like they know when to put out the heavy hitters. They know when to put out the side things that could keep and maintain interest. They know what the fans are looking for, so they will hold that information when the timing is right. I always look at Mario. I look at Mario because the way Mario does it, they put the pulse on the community and on the Nintendo community and figure out, okay, what? Uh, how is this going to work? Because... The way they announced the 3D All-Stars was genius. They did it in a downtime, and they did it about a month after they were originally going to. But look, if they did it at the time they were originally going to, you would have had a larger layover. You already just dropped the Origami King, so you're already clashing with that. And so... You you wouldn't have given people time to enjoy Origami King because now they're mentally trying to rush to figure out when they're going to play 3D uh, 3D All Stars. And yeah. so there was a good space. They had the timing right. They're like, okay, we're going to celebrate this way. We're going to celebrate this way. We're going to celebrate this way. And see, what's funny is a lot of people think that that was it. I think there's a couple games bled over from the 35th anniversary this year. So I think we're going to get two big Mario titles this year, and the timing's going to be right. One's going to have to happen before summer, and one will happen at the end of summer going into fall because it's going to come out in winter. And I, I, I don't know what it is. This is just speculative. But Mario has a perfect way of getting things out at the right time, the right way, and that's that's always been my biggest problem with Pokemon. That's all. I'm, that's that's like I said. But you're right. There is pressures. There's things like that. But I just want Pokemon to learn how Mario does it. The the Mario team does it because the Pokemon hype train would be unbelievably hype all year long without downtime. Because we'll have those times where we're waiting for leaks or we're waiting for something or we're trying to get news, and then we'll go two months with nothing and we'll sit on a shelf. Mario will keep you keeps people involved and engaged until that next announcement, and that's what I think Pokemon needs to work on. I think people need to chill too, because I think some people are going to be thinking, you know, for the when we get to next year's twenty sixth anniversary, it's like, oh, it's going to be like last year's going to like twenty five is special. We might be seeing a lot higher what, increase. That's what happened of twenty one titles this year. That's what happened but, right you know, after the twentieth. When we get yeah, on the twenty sixth, like, well, it's an anniversary. We'll still celebrate it, but it's not. Nothing like I would expect major news. Maybe not till like the thirtieth anniversary, or maybe the thirty fifth, yeah, fortieth, and blah blah blah, all the way up until you know whenever things end. But it's a like I said, wild, wild world. <laughs> but um, 
I know uh, we didn't get too much news this week, but we did finally get an announcement. we're going to be in a slow roll. Yeah, I know we did get an announcement uh, for Journeys finally hitting Netflix sometime, I think, in March. but I March 3rd. Okay, I was about to say, I don't know the date, so you're going to have to tell me that one. But yeah, we get... And which... Do you know which episodes or which arc or whatever is going to be in that, that set? Because this is the third set coming out, right? Uh, correction, March 5th. Okay. It's going to go to... I think it, it's right after the Darkest Day arc. So I think you get around to maybe the... There is a Mewtwo episode after that. So I think we maybe get to that. But yeah, the Pokemon Journeys is going to end after that. It doesn't mean the anime is ending. It just means we're going to get, you know, Pokemon insert continuation title here like we've gotten in the past like it's like pokemon you know was it pokemon x and y and then it was like oh kalos quest and then there's like something else after that so the journey arc start or stops but then we'll get something continuing but i think it gets to the mewtwo episode so a little bit for everybody there but i know it's for sure covers the darkest day arc and maybe one or two episodes after that. Are they giving it a different title or is it just going to stay journeys? Cause like, yeah, you're right. There was like Kalos quest and then like even sun and moon, there was the ultra adventures and um, they haven't said anything about a new title yet, but I would assume we get something unless they're going to be really generic and Pokemon journeys too. I don't think they're going to do that. But, but again, this is a different style of anime for them. Yeah, and this is like really. This is different, and this has been the best, in my opinion. This has been the best, I think, for pure entertainment that keeps you invested. I'm not saying it's the best story because I still think you know the X and Y anime was the best, and the X Y Z and stuff was the best story. But like the way they're doing this anime might be the best of all time, just because of the freedom that it gives things and the life that it brings to everything else. Like you, you, it doesn't do what the other animes do and completely shun the rest of the Pokemon universe just for this one region. It gives you the Pokemon world before your eyes. Which is awesome. I mean, kind of makes me wonder, okay, whenever we finish, you know, the Sword and Shield, you know, I guess we'll call it the whole area, the Sword and Shield saga. What do they do next when we get to the next region? <laughs> do they include this? Or, you know, do a whole new anime to send the region? Or... Because they did like a really, really good job with how they've set up journeys. So I wonder how you top this. I don't know. I'm, I'm just ready for the main crossover of whatever's going to happen, whatever the next thing is, whether it be a Diamond and Pearl remake or whatever. I want to see how the next game that's going to be introduced ties in with journeys. And if somehow journeys comes across Detective Pikachu... And if Detective Pikachu is actually Bill from Kanto, I'm losing it. I've already wrote this episode in my mind thinking about it literally five seconds ago. You could have the episode where something happens and then Ash's Pikachu runs into the Detective Pikachu and the Detective Pikachu is like whatever. And then everyone's shocked that there's a talking Pikachu and no one knows what's going to happen. No one knows what's going on. Why is he wearing this hat? Come to find out it was Bill. He was trying to get something back to fix his PC so he could transform his. And then it's an, it pays homage to the very first game, you know, on the 25th anniversary. Wow. I really should write an episode. This this would have been great. I think I'm surprised that wasn't a tie-in event. Like, 
in an earlier season of the anime or anything. Just a Detective Pikachu episode in general. I'm kind of surprised that wasn't a thing yet, but yeah. I'm surprised there's not Maybe an soon. animated Maybe short soon. for it. I mean, we did get a full-length, like a full-featured movie in the theater, so... Well, at least not yet, because, I mean, we know Detective Pikachu 2 is a thing, both movie-wise and game-wise. So, at least not yet. Oh, my goodness. I, I just, I don't know. But I'm excited. And uh, we are two weekends away? We've got, like, yeah, two more weekends away. Oh, my goodness. Got, the way I pretty much see it is this coming weekend's the blank weekend. Not much really going on. Weekend after that's uh, the Kanto tour, which that's going to be fun. And then the weekend after that is the anniversary. We are really close. Officially, I think, oh, 19, 20 days away. We are, it's the 8th right now, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's about. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's. probably it's, like 21, 20, 21 days. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there, folks. It's, it's, we're, uh, we're, we're flying down the highway. We're trying to get there. But um, I don't I don't really have any other news to discuss or cover. Nope, that's pretty much all the major stuff on our end here. Yeah. I love the discussion. This was a great discussion. We have our good days. We have our we good have days. Our good days. <laughs> and uh, I didn't have to cramorant any information in. And we lost a good episode right there. It was fun while it lasted. Well, trainers, everything must come to an end, just like this episode. So thank you for listening to the 1334 decks. For Steven Classic, for Researcher Albert, I will figure out a pun. Later, trainers. Can I get the number for HR, please? 